0: Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Podcast from Wales Online.
1: Right, hello, welcome to the Welsh Rugby Podcast uh, by Wales Online. I'm Ben James. I'm joined by Delmi Parfit uh, here in Wales Online Towers. Just uh, about to go over the Wales Tonga. Uh, 74-24 win, probably not quite what we were expecting in terms of a no, scoreline, was it? Definitely not. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people will have... Have expected
0: a handsome win, but um, no, not not seventy-four points, and and really, it was a scoreline that you just couldn't have foreseen. Um, even you know f- five, six, seven minutes into the second half, you just could never have foreseen it. You know, twenty-four all. Um, so fair play to Wales. Um, you know, I think they need to be reasonably satisfied
1: with that tonight. Well, that was the thing, wasn't it? I think you go back to the 42nd minute and um, it felt like every other sort of Autumn International we played against a tier 2 nation because you know Thomas Williams throws an intercept and it's 24 all and you're thinking oh here we go it's going to become a bitty sort of game and we might sneak it late like we did against Japan a couple of years ago and then 50 unanswered points Mm -hmm. that was the response and it was racked up in to begin with a fairly pragmatic style but then you know, the floodgates opened and so did Wales' is offloading game. Mm, without a
0: doubt. I think, um, you know, I, I was saying earlier, Ben, I, I've seen too many of these Tier 2 autumn matches not not to be pr- pretty satisfied with that today because, you know, in years, years past, Wales would have huffed and puffed their way over the finishing line and, and they didn't do that today. They reasserted themselves really well after... Um, after the scoreline became level and uh, I think Tonga tired fitness wise um, even though I think it was I looked before the game I think it was something like 13 of their starting lineup up playing club rugby either in Wales France or England so you know let, let's be under no illusions they're, they're not mugs they're not semi-professionals they're not Whatever you want to call them, they're professional rugby players. They should they should have a level of fitness. But test rugby is test rugby, and against a side as as fit as Wales are, I think that was key. Uh, as well as Wales did, um, in terms of their execution, to score some really quite pleasing on the eye tries. You know, in the, in the final quarter, I think they were aided by a, a Tongan side that ran out of steam yeah. completely. So, um, so there you are. You know.
1: Because I suppose it was it was a game of four quarters, wasn't it? Really, you th- the first quarter you thought, okay, Wales are running away with this, and then that second quarter before half time we actually yeah we saw what Tonga they are they are you know, they're a test team and they're a well organised test team and they played to their strengths and got right back into it. Started the second half, it looked much the same, and then Wales finished strongly and. I suppose during the Six Nations I think you go back to the England game Wales used to play well for sort of maybe one quarter maybe two quarters Mm -hmm. today it was a similar tale and just so happens the Tonga just couldn't live with it for those two quarters no
0: I think I think while Tonga had had their energy while they did get their tails up I think Wales really struggled to deal with their their ball carrying threat I thought their two locks and the number eight uh, who's a, a Saracens player? I thought those three in particular made some really good inroads, um, and and they're powerful men. There's no getting getting away from it. But I think Wales, you know, may want to look at their their first some of their first up tackling. Um, yeah. They may want to look at that. But I think you know when when a team is winning the the, the battle of the, the gain line and winning the collisions, uh, um, it becomes very difficult, and and it does. It, it takes it out of any side, and I think Wales lost their way. There's n- there's no doubt about that. Um, but they've done that before, and not really found it against the likes of Fiji, Samoa, Tonga. Um, this time it was different, and I thought, in fairness, the way the way they finished that game is indicative at the moment of the belief and. The mood in camp, you know, eight wins on the trot, okay. You know, some people will say, well, you know, they've come against not the strongest teams. Well, eight wins is eight wins, and wins breed success. And you've got someone like Adam Beard in there who hasn't lost in a, in a, a Wales jersey yet. So it, it's, 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 you know, it preserves the momentum, you know. And I think South Africa and Unquestionably, will be the toughest match of of the autumn awesome next week. Um, and Wales will go into it w- with a a bit of a spring in their step, you know. And they need that if they're gonna if they're gonna beat a, a South African side who are light years ahead of where they were this time last year.
1: Absolutely. Um, you talk about <coughs> sort of that that winning mentality, and that for me is the biggest difference in this team than probably we've seen in a Gatland team for quite a while. Yeah. Um, like you say, none of none of the wins have been particularly spectacular, but it's just the fact that week in week out, this Wales team has found ways to win. Mm-hmm. We we beat Australia for the first time in ten years mm-hmm. last week, and it, it wasn't pretty, but they got the job done. You think back to twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, they they lost the series. Mm-hmm. Arguably, a more talented squad back then. Yep, yeah. maybe not the depth, but arguably in terms of individuals. Mm-hmm. More talent, but they didn't seem to have that mentality that this squad now has and is now breeding within the depth of the squad. Because yeah. that's what I think is
0: key as well, Ben. I think they talked a lot about the the greater depth they have. Well, today was their chance to prove it, and, and let's not forget there were fourteen changes yeah. made to that side, and they've gone out there and won by a, mar- a record margin against Tonga. So it's, it's very, very difficult. And I bet it—it it took me aback last week a little bit when I read some of the comments on various forums online. You know, and there were there were fans complaining about the the quality of the game against the Australia, and I, I was sort of tearing my hair out a little bit, thinking to myself, "For heaven's sake, we've yeah. waited ten years for this. Just enjoy the result." And I feel a little bit the same today because I know there will be people. Whinging and 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 moaning about the fact that Wales took their foot off the yeah. pedal, and but look, we've won by fifty points, um, and I think, you know, I think sometimes, I think sometimes in in Welsh rugby we're a bit too hung up on 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 the quest for for, for perfection. Yeah, and, and if you look at England and Japan this afternoon, you know, you look at the problems, you know, that Japan caused caused them. Um, then we you know we 're by no means the only nation in the world that doesn 't have things its own way on a rugby field, even new zealand um you know, this autumn haven 't had things their own way yeah. so, so far so
1: the other thing, people forget that test rugby is it's a game of very fine margins, so you you absolutely cannot knock an eight game winning streak if you think. Let's go back to the twenty. Was it 2016 or 2015 Six Nations? You know the win against Ireland at the stadium. I think mm. it was 2017. Mm. That came off the back of two really bad performances, mm. and it, that Gatland team, that mentality, that psyche in that team, it took them two weeks of just constant abuse and questioning to go out and put in a performance that was capable of beating that Ireland team. Which, you know, as great a performance as it was, and there's probably Wales fans who will remember that game more than they'll remember many of the eight games in this winning streak. It's just not a sustainable sort of mentality to have in a team where you need to taste that much sort of failure mm. before you can go out and get success. This Wales team right now, they're just they're just churning out results and it it's it's hard to see the sort of downside of what they're doing. Mm. You know, they they could conceivably go into the next year's six nations. On the back of nine wins We should we should be sort of shouting from the rooftops about that, shouldn't we? The only problem
0: is if they beat South Africa next week We'll have all the expectation Oh, you know, Grand Slams coming up and all that And and sometimes that can work, you know, against players But, hey, look, you know Gatland has said this himself in the past As rugby, rugby uh, international rugby side You've got to deal with... Yes. with with whether you're favourites or whether you're underdogs everyone likes to be underdogs but you know you have to deal with that with that favourites tag at times and um, you know uh, now, now that we've mentioned the Six Nations I think blimey the Six Nations ne- next year you know arguably I think c- could be could be the, the strongest ever tournament in terms of the shape that the sides are in you know even France uh, uh, look like they're Kind of getting their act together. Scotland, most certainly, are, the, are better than they've been for years and years and years. You know, Ireland are, are vying with New Zealand for the best team in the world, and, and I really fancy Ireland at the World Cup. And England, okay, I mean they've they've had a, a bad year, but England are England, and they've they've still beaten South Africa this autumn, and and we know they're going to have a major say in it. So. Um, it's going to be such a hard tournament to call And I think such a good quality tournament yeah, As well yeah. The thing with the
1: Six Nations is And it proved to be the case to an extent this year is It all comes down to how many away games you have Because you rarely get a win away from home in the Six Nations mm-hmm. I think this year Ireland were the only team To win away from home in a game that wasn't in Italy So they got the last minute win against France didn't they Yeah mm-hmm. In that regards, Wales have three away games next year. So that, they shouldn't fear it, but it Mm. it doesn't exactly help them. Ireland have three away games, I think. So to an extent that could pull them back into the chasing pack a little bit. So yeah, Mm. it could could really heat up.
0: Mm. Without a doubt.
1: Hi, I'm Blue. You know, we elephants are the best parents in the animal kingdom. That's why Family Fostering Partners chose me as their mascot. There are plenty of children in this area who really need a good foster home. So I'm helping recruit people from all walks of life to become foster carers. Can you help give these kids a better future? You can take the first step by visiting our website, familyfosteringpartners.co.uk. Care for the future. So let's let's get into the individual performances uh, from today. Let's start... With the man making his debut at the back... Jonah Holmes... Mm -hmm. Um, Considering that... Probably a lot of people in Wales... Didn't know who he was... When he was named in the squad... uh, A very assured start... To test rugby wasn't it?
0: Yeah very assured... He did his work... I mean I think... I think he took three very good high balls... in In the first half... And okay people can say... Well you know that's his job... But still you know... How many times do we see them spill... And for a guy making his debut, I, I thought he made his tackles. He didn't shirk anything, and he. There were a couple of moments I think when he had some big men yeah. c- coming at him, and he and he didn't shirk a thing. A um, couple of times, I felt he was a little bit, um, not, m- maybe not reserved, but um, you know, I, I don't know whether he needs a few more games for his confidence to build, for him to perhaps show a bit more what he can do in broken play in attack. Because I mean, you know, Lee Arfpenny he gets criticised a lot for. You know, by by people who say, "Well, he's not not dangerous enough as a as a broken field runner." Um, so, if anything, Holmes, that's that's probably an area someone like Jonah Holmes would want to say, "Look, well, I, I can I can give some answers to that." But um, yeah, look, as debuts go, he, he he should feel very very pleased this evening. I think. the
1: thing with Jonah Holmes, and this is something that I noticed in the week when I was doing a bit of research on him, is you talk about broken play he's a, he is a very composed player in broken play two hands on the ball he gives the pass at the right time ironically that was probably the one sort of blot on his copybook today was the Tyler Morgan try yeah he he could have finished that himself and mm. he's given the pass wanting to do the right mm. thing and mm. it's it's nearly sort of blown it mm. Mm. but um
0: that's probably yeah that's probably a deputant's mentality. Exactly, though, yeah. It? He wants to he's mm. probably
1: trying too hard to sort of do the right, do thing, the right thing by the yeah. coaches. He could have mm. gone it alone. Mm. Um but yeah, I think the highballs impressed me because he's not he's not a natural fullback. No. He's a scrum mm. half turned wing who Jordan Murphy has converted into a fullback, so you you do sort of wonder, you know, you're always gonna be peppered on a test mm. debut and especially when mm. you are a sort of fullback who's not really a fullback. To an extent, and yeah, he, I think he came to it flying mm-hmm. colours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we'll move on to the man who we kept out of the fullback position, making his fiftieth cap, Leon mm-hmm. Williams. Yeah, great finish for his try. First try was just a fantastic finish. Yeah, awesome.
0: yeah. Um, you know, when you go for that line in a situation like that, you've o- you've almost got to remember the rules in a, in that split second, and and be thinking, I've just got to keep my feet airborne here, yeah. you know. I'm allowed to touch the flag, and, and you know, you could see, you know, from one angle you thought, "Oh no," you know, he's he's in he's in touch clearly there, and then from the definitive angle, you could see the try was good, and it, it was it was extraordinary. Um, you know, I, I think um, there's a few people with Liam I think who pro- probably more outside Wales than in, who who look at this Wales team and, and given what he did for the Lions. Can't believe he doesn't start at fullback, um, but look, you know, let's not uh, yeah. get into that one. But I, I just, I just think, um, you know, it'll be fascinating. I think the, the selection next week. You know, can you? He was left out against Australia, and you perhaps would have thought, well, okay, he's not been back in camp that long enough because he wasn't available for Scotland. Josh Adams and, and blah blah blah. Who, Gatlin named Josh Adams as man of the match. Yeah, it's going to be very hard to drop him. Um, also,
1: Josh Adams wasn't in camp long, was he? Because he missed no, the Scotland no. match. The only
0: thing is, is George North going to be fit? I don't know. He's um, possibly same with Halfpenny, is not yeah. it? Halfpenny. So they could be outs in yeah. terms of selection there. But if if everyone's fit, it's it's a hard one. It is. You know, yeah. can you leave can you leave Liam Williams out for a match of that magnitude? A proven British lion is. Uh, you know, it's a huge call, and it's going to provoke an awful lot of debate. I
1: remember thinking, I think it was about the fifty odd, fifty odd minutes, and I was just watching him on the wing, and you know, just thinking, you know, it's, it's always the case when you, it's a game like this, and you want to prove yourself to sort of get your place back. That it, okay, he had he had the early try, but up to the fifty minute mark, he wasn't, he didn't have a great deal of ball because no. it wasn't that sort of game. It's always the case when you're outside mm. back and you really want to push your, your thing that you end up getting very little ball and yeah, you sort yeah. of your situation is dictated by the sort of wider context it was the same with Luke Morgan against Scotland yeah. but then once sort of the game broke up in those 30 minutes Liam Williams was as dangerous as any player on the pitch mm. just the angles he was cut in competing for, for you know uh, contestable kicks he was just a real menace wasn't he yeah,
0: yeah. he was born for that type of game um, yeah, but it's um it's interesting. I, you know, look, look at the impact Patchell had when he came on. Um, massively. Mm, you know, and you know, that leads us neatly on to the uh, the fly half. Is it a conundrum? or, you know, I I think and most people I've heard are saying stick with Gareth Anscombe. Um it's not a given because of bigger's experience and because Dan bigger Albeit against a tier two nation today, it was very good. Yeah. He did think he organised it well. he scored a try. He set, a, set at least another one try up with that kick. Um, and then Patchell comes on and looks the real deal. And people have said, oh, Patchell marries the best of An- Anscombe and Bigger. He's a. You know, I, I, however, think they need to stick with Anscombe. I think that's what will happen yeah. as well. Um. I think um, he's, he's done well against Scotland and Australia. Um, well, what, what I think Gatland can't allow is for him to think, oh, you know, I get too hung up on winning all four in the autumn. Because before the autumn, you know, I think privately, Wales were n- not putting the emphasis on results yeah. that they will put in the Six Nations and the World Cup. Um, and, and for that reason... The the longer term selection I think is clearly Gareth Anscombe. Um, even though as a coach you might you might be tempted, especially as he's had a run out to think, oh damn bigger, with all his experience beating South Africa before. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I think it's Anscombe for me.
1: I think they'll do mm. so I think they'll do exactly mm. that. I think they'll go I Anscombe, mean, and I think they'll go bigger on the bench. Mm. Yeah. I think they'll they'll want to finish it bigger. Yeah. In the same way they did against Australia. Mm.
0: Um, great guy to come on if we need some strategy in the last quarter yeah.
1: you know it's not hmm. I, I, you don't see it being a fast and loose game and so no. I, don't, I don't see them in Patchell on the bench I think they'll you know they want a point of difference Dan Big is probably a point of difference when it comes to those three fly halves isn't it hmm. but um yeah it's interesting when you sort of you said there wasn't an emphasis on winning and Gatlin said as much a couple of weeks ago that this autumn is about rotation, and that's what the fly half would be yeah. and yet it it's looks it looks now that we're gonna see uh, Hans can probably deservedly play right. three of the four games yeah it's it's just that when when you
0: get to to a situation where you're three three out of three and and this is the last game the last time that the squad will be together until the six nations. The temptation is to think, "Oh, lads, let's not spoil it now." Yeah. You know, let's not end this this campaign on a on a defeat. You know, after after how far we've come,
1: you can sense that in the mm. camp. Can yeah. you? you look at yeah. the sort? You look at some of the sort of articles that have come out of the Wru this week. Some of the stuff mm. in the programme, and there, it's, it's it's already sort of all hinting mm. towards that eleven mm. match winning streak mm. under Graham Henry, and it's sort yeah, of allusions yeah. to those numbers. And mm. so you can sense that they they know, yeah. I, well, I, I don't
0: care. Gatlin will say, "Oh, I'm not thinking about that." You know, he, he wouldn't be human if he hadn't thought yeah. about something like that. And, and um, you know, it's, it's, it's win-win for Gatlin this week. I think he can. You know, if, if, if Wales win, brilliant. Yeah. He's he's walking on water. If they lose, he can still say, "Look, you know, today was a bridge too far." But. We've won three from four and compared to autumns of the past. We've got to be pleased with that, you know. I, I think that I think Wales have, you know, it was a pressure valve relieved against Australia. That was the one yeah. re- result above any of them they had to get. They have got it, and I wouldn't say it's a free hit for them next Saturday, but I think they can certainly approach it you know
1: without there's no there's no mental no stuff.
0: no there's not there's not they can have a right go and if they lose they can say well okay we've lost to certainly the second best side in the world or maybe the third your island for me Ireland, New Zealand South Africa are the three best sides in the world yeah. at the moment so if Wales lose next week they can say okay it's been a good autumn but we've lost to a, a, a really really top side um
1: but, but Let's hope they can They can win it They're certainly capable Of winning it Absolutely yeah. Yeah. Um, Before we move on To the pack Just a quick word On some of the other Outside backs um, Steph Evans uh, Considering the sort of Start to the season He's had you know, Couldn't even get In the Scarlet squad At some point Whether that was Down to injury mm. uh, So we think But Even so It's still been a very staggered start for him so, To the point where I think some people Were surprised he even Made the squad mm.
0: Yeah, um, I thought he was busy today I thought yeah. he looked for work and another classic guy who wanted to to, to put a, his hand up to Gatlin and say hey don't forget me mate you know this is what I can do took his try well off the off the bigger the bigger kick but I don't see him starting against South Africa I, I don't I think he's for, you know rightly or wrongly is is down the pecking order now behind Josh Adams um, um, Scarlet's fans won't, won't like that but that's just how it is at the moment I think
1: and then in the centre um, I know our colleague Matt Southcombe was quite anxious about this because you know it's Owen Watkin and he Tyler get, Morgan he, he gets anxious about a lot of things he does get anxious he uh, won't, won't like us <laughs> saying that but um, yeah you, know, you think Tyler Morgan's had more bad luck with injuries than most players Owen Watkin he's got some caps under his belt now a handful but it's always been with you know, an experienced uh, international by his side. This was a sort of real acid test for those two, I suppose, today. And how, how do you think they came through that one?
0: I mean, re- reasonably well. Um, I, I thought Tyler Morgan did did quite well. I thought t- Tyler Morgan looked a little a little bit, bit more mature, a bit more experienced out there today. You know, he took some. Some quite hefty bangs as well, and he stood up to them and he got he got his try. Um and I and I thought Owen Watkin did did you know, he was solid. Um So yeah, I mean you know, they were by no means you know, there were some concerns about there wasn't really a, much experience there. Um But they stood up stood up to what what came at them. Um But I, I don't think either of them you know, if Gatland uh, sent the entire team out saying, "Show me you should play against South Africa," I don't think I, I don't see either of them. You, you know that that centre partnership of Jonathan Davis and Hadley Parks is, is set in stone. What Gatland will have wanted would have been for Watkin and, and Tyler Morgan to to, to 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 play in a manner that you know, if he needs to call on them, he's not afraid to do it.
1: You know, um, to be fair, if, if there's one probably position in the 15 that beat Australia last week, it's probably under a little bit of pressure. It would be Hadley Parks. He hasn't really hit his straps this autumn, has he? Or this season? Um, Perhaps
0: not, but I don't think he's under any pressure in terms of his place. Um, Whether he should be is another argument. I don't think he is. He is just so dependable and he is so um error free for the most part um and i think he's always the sort of player who in a game like this will will come good for you um you know he he's, more often than not you'll get a performance out of Hadley parks um and i think uh i, I just get the sense uh, he he's, he's been a breath of fresh air parks for me because he's he's come in and he, he he strikes me as a humble type of guy as well. You know, he's qualified on residency. You know, we had those, those um, that that footage of his, of his family wishing him well and him getting emotional. And I, and I think, you know, how can I put this? Is however much playing for a, a country on residency can mean to someone. I, I think it means to Parks. Clearly, does mean a lot to him. Um, you know, and I and I think, uh, I think he's he's shown that he's still you know he's still for me he's such a safe safe option and I think he brings the best out of Jonathan Davis as well Um, maybe allows Davis to a little bit more license you know Um, so for me those are those two are set in stone in the centre at the the moment
1: we'll move on to the pack so uh, let's start in the the front row uh, Win Jones, Elliot D, Leon Brown. Um, I think if, if, if Gatland has a couple of sort of nagging issues, which we we've touched on briefly at the start of the podcast, maybe the performance of the Type five at times would be one of them. Maybe,
0: and you know, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm on this tonight because my knowledge of the front five players is so profound. <laughs> now, I well, let, let let's let's get down to. Let's let's get straight to the point, right? I think, um, I think Thomas Francis will play next week for for his scrummaging. Um, and then, it's Ken Owens and.
1: S-s-s-s-s-s- Tough call. This, is mm, a, yeah, I, it I is. Think, I think Nicky Smith has enough credit in the bank. Yeah, but Rob Evans looked really good off the bench today. He did. Yeah. But then maybe you know, maybe that's mm-hmm. maybe that's a good. No, one maybe I, maybe Rob I, Evans is the cameo player we need next week. Yeah,
0: I think they'll stick with Smith. Um, you know, and D- D- Dylan Lewis is you know has done well this autumn as well. I think he's 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 uh, he's enhanced his reputation without a doubt as a test as a test player. Um. But that's um, that's obviously the other side of the scrum, uh, and I think um, I think he'll lose out to Francis um, as a starter um, ne- next uh, next week. The other one, of course, is um, is, is you know, Jake Ball. You know, you're going to have Alan yeah. Wynne there, and that's who partners him. You know, Corey Hill has done well off the bench in the last two matches and was probably peeved to have been yeah, dropped against Australia.
1: Beards look good. Yeah, yeah. relatively quiet today, but. Yeah, the, like, like I just mm. explained to to our colleague Andy Howell. he does a lot of unseen work mm. at, at, at the mall in a, in a defensive manner, sort of stopping the driving mall. Which Andy asked, "Well, if it's unseen, how do you see it?" Mm.
0: Mm.
1: So I didn't really have an answer to that one, but he, he does get to his well, fair well, share. Typical Andy. T- t- yeah, yeah we'll, we'll disregard that <laughs> comment. But yeah, go go and we'll get we'll, we'll touch on the circle a bit more. But going back to Nicky Smith, the other thing in his favour yeah. is. We're jumping back to the to the back row now. I don't think Alice Jenkins did enough today. No to yeah, display to no. displace Lydia. So no. Nikki Smith's breakdown ability will be key because yeah, you saw against point. Australia, Tiprick will need backup. She mm. did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with you. I don't think um I don't think Ellis, Ellis did enough. I think um I think that back back line is Moriarty, Tiprick and Lydia all day long. Yeah. I think it's Alan Wynn I think it's the front three that I've said And I think I don't know, I, I may be wrong But I think potentially that That lock partner to Alan Wynn Is the, is the one that will take the most Chewing over um,
1: I, think, I think Ball really grew into the game didn't mm, and, uh, He did, by a, and he's a unit as well can, If you consider that he hasn't played much rugby mm. Before this game yeah, He really hit his straps in he the, did. In, in, in the last quarter mm. And it is
0: aggression because you know, there's. An, I, I know, it's pro- probably a bit of a cliche down the years, but it's it's true. They are, they are so physical the box, um, and then you wonder whether you know because ball does does offer that. Um, but you know, why? What was Adam Beard done wrong? You know, there's an argument to say, well, why should we drop him? You know. Um, you know and they and they've said in the past you know we don't want to pick pick guys and then immediately pull them out you know um you know, and that that argument applies to Anscombe at fly half as well um so it's it's very difficult to second guess how Gatland and his his management team will be thinking this week but i bet i bet Gatland's gone back to the hotel
1: now and probably knows his starting lineup already yeah, yeah sort of Fitness permit him, but yeah. Um, yeah. we'll touch on the performances of the other back row players. Um, I thought Aaron Wainwright in his first start, yes, was, and yeah. a really good shift. Mm,
0: yeah, he did. He, um, and I know, he was clobbered by, um, the um,
1: it's opposite, opposite number, wasn't
0: it? He, yeah, it was, um, oh, his name escapes me now. I think it Dan, was it Dan? Yes, yes. The pronunciation is probably not the isn't it? Yeah, I thought it was another example of a poor refereeing decision. To me, the TV replay was was self-explanatory. It was dangerous high tackle with his shoulder into his neck, sort of windpipe region, which potentially is extremely dangerous. Um, But no, Wayne Wayne Wright put himself around well, Um, carried quite well at times. didn't didn't miss too many tackles either, and uh, you know certainly um, suggested he's got a future at test level. Uh, I
1: think, I think the, the 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 referees reasoning on the Wainwright thing was um, referee Nick Berry. I think it was. Um, he said he he simply misread it. Who, who simply misread it? The Tongan player simply misread the line, which still seems a bit odd considering he's led with a shoulder and yeah. taken him off the ball.
0: I don't. You know, I'm I'm not a, an expert on the rules by any means, but I don't see what that's got to do with the price of eggs. To be honest,
1: no. That was that was that was Nick Berry's opinion. The referee was it? It would have been yeah. a yellow card in a heartbeat for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, At least I understand yeah. that joke because I'm old enough to.
1: <clears throat> I used to think, it, think it died out just before yeah, I
0: was born Yeah, I cracked a few <laughs> w- Wixy jokes as well in the. Uh, in the studio well, every loser wins <laughs> yeah, <it>?
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, the other sort of um, player in the back row they one mentioned was said Davis yeah interesting one because again it's this experimentation of a player who is he's a lock he's playing at number eight I thought he performed manfully did his task <laughs> uh,
0: in other words he was poor. <laughs> Man, so, I, you know, I man. thought he
1: looked. He looked all right. Sometimes, Manfully, yeah, <laughs> he did. He did the task he was asked to. Sometimes he looked a little bit sort of like fish, um, fish out of water. Sometimes, yeah, for, for me. But um, what I will say is when when the game broke up in the, in the last twenty minutes and he was sort of getting ball in in the thirteen channel, he he just looks. He looks a class apart when it mm. comes to ball handling. He's, mm. a, he's a different. He was doing. He was doing like Brian O'Driscoll style sort of dummies around players.
0: Yeah, he's 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 clearly a, a talent. Um, I I just don't think he's. Um, I don't know. It, you know. My my, my 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 first impression. I don't think he's quite quick enough for, for eight. Off the mark. Yeah. You know, I I like you know. I think number eights and. and there has to be a degree of explosiveness about a number eight, you know, uh, a sort of Vunipola type. You know, remember Scott Quinnell? Was it just, ex- you know, Scott Quinnell was a huge man, but he had quick leg speed, so he could explode off the base of a, of a ruck, you know. Um, and and I just think that's one thing that Seb Davis lacks. But I mean, look, rugby players, I suppose they can't have everything. But I, you know, long story short, I don't think he's. Cut out to stay there by any means. I think it's an experiment that. It, there's no harm having a look at him occasionally, but I don't think he's. Uh, you know, it it should be seen as a, a potential permanent option. You know, if um, if heaven forbid, Taluk Falatao was to retire tomorrow or something. Yeah. You know, no.
1: But do we do we see Gatland continuing with this this experiment? Towards the World Cup because he's clearly keen to have at least one player in that pack who can cover more than one position. Whether that's whether that's a tight head who can pack down with the loose, so he only mm-hmm. has to bring five props. Whether that's a back row can play in the lock. He knows he's going to have to. It's a 30, you know, thirty-one man squad. It's in Japan, so it's, you know you can't you can't just call up a replacement like that. Mm. So he, he knows he has to have some versatility there. So do we? Do we see him? Because it, it, it it's up for debate whether it only does Seb Davies' mm. test career harm mm. or good Because well,
0: yeah, I, I agree, I, I, I think oh, well, we're reaching a time where the, the experimentation period is for the World Cup is, is coming to an end because they won't be able there won't be room for the same amount of manoeuvre in the Six Nations and then you've only got the warm-ups um, t- towards the tournament by which time they should be really honing things rather yeah. than Rather than launching new experiments, and you know, he will have learned from um, from moving Corey Hill around, from moving Seb Davis around, from you know, he w- what, what what he's learned, what you know, what he's learned, he'll have learned more or less by now, I think. Um, you know, so um, yeah, C- can you can you honestly say that you've been, you know, really sort of struck by? How great a player uh, you thought w- was was one position has performed in another. For me, I can't really say not, that I have. You know.
1: And well, um, I think the problem problem with Seb Davis is it's all well and good seeing if he can cover eight, and you know maybe maybe he's not. Like I say, he's not going to fill Falatau's boots, but you could probably rely on him to do a job. <laughs> He did a job today You know For the Georgia game For the Fiji game For whatever You know In the World Cup mm. He could probably do a job You know we, we don't doubt that But We probably haven't seen Enough of him At lock At test level Which mm. If he does make The World Cup squad mm. That's primarily What he's going to be there for yeah, yeah, It's yeah. as a lock Who can also cover The back row and we, we haven't really Seen him play lock And that's no, no, no. That's my biggest concern Is mm. You
0: know that's, that's That's purely because We've got so many locks yeah. You know, so um, like we've got so many back rows, and you know,
1: it's uh, and there. We are indeed. Um, what else have we got to discuss? Probably not a great deal, to be honest. Um, so yeah, to, yeah. Let's look ahead to next week. Um, I think we've probably covered what the teams going to look like. Um, Front row was yeah Nicky Smith, mm-hmm. Ken, Thomas Francis, then Alan Wynn. Where you, Um Where would you go? with The other the lock. I I think they'll go with.
0: Um, I th- do you know what? I think
1: I think they'll stick with Beard. Good. Yeah, I do. Um, I think he really likes his height, doesn't he? He yeah. says you can't you can't coach being six foot ten. No,
0: I think it's I think it's half penny back I think on the wings, it's North, if fit, and Josh Adams. I do. I think it's Parks and Davis
1: in the centre. I think it's... It's interesting the scrum off, mine. Yeah. Actually, that's the, one, that's the one part we haven't, pre- yeah. haven't touched on. Did, do you think Thomas Williams did enough today to... I think his interception not, not Gareth well, Davis. no I
0: think no I'm going to go
1: with Gareth Gareth Davis
0: and Anskim. front row is Ken Owens Tucker, Thomas Francis tight and who did I say Lucid I've gone blank Nicky Smith Nicky Smith second row Beard and Alan Wynn back Backrow: Aziz, Tipperick, Moriarty, Lidiot. and Lydiot. That, that's that's the side I think you'll
1: select. Yeah, I, I, I see it being similar. Mm. Um, my only doubt is whether Halfpenny will be fit. Mm. It does sound yeah, like he, fit, fitness permitting. Yeah, yeah, it does sound like he's had symptoms. Does it this week? So Gatland will probably know more tomorrow. But I suppose if he if he isn't fit, it probably becomes a straight swap with Liam going at fifteen. I don't. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna. Pick anyone else at fifteen, other, it'd be a as 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 assured as he looked today, it'd be a big ask with Jonah Holmes to sort of yeah. No, I think it springboard will. him in, wouldn't it?
0: I think it will. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I can just imagine Liam Williams's reaction if he if he still didn't get in the team after yeah. half.
1: Benny was injured, but
0: no, I think I think you're right. Um, I think you're right.
1: Okay, that's as good a place as any to uh to to call it a night. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's the Ton game put to bed, but for all the, uh, the, the follow-up in the coming days and all the build-up to the South Africa game, team announcement, you can catch it all on Wales Online.